You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Just going back here to, to DeMar, man. I mean, this, this is, first off, this is, this is an honor. You know, like I've been, a, uh, I've been a Nuggets fan for 23 years now. Um, I became a Nuggets fan when I when I was living in the Bahamas at the time, and and what I told these guys, you know, funny story. I became a Nuggets fan because the Nuggets were not good. Okay, I wanted I wanted to to be a fan of one of the teams that wasn't like the popular guys. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna ride with that team. That's gonna be the one. I want to be there when that Nuggets team wins a championship. You know, and you know, obviously, you know, you you playing for the Nuggets from what 2004, 2007. Um, you played, you played with some, some really, really great players, you know, in that time from, from Carmelo Anthony, Allen Iverson, I know Allen Iverson is your guy too. Um, just, just tell us like, how were your years playing for the Nuggets and, and just in comparison to like what you see now, like how, how, how was that? My years were really good with the Nuggets. Those were, I believe, you know, my best times at NBA and mostly because of, you know, my teammates, you know. Me and Kenya Martin, who played in college together, get a chance to play back with him. Carmelo, who's, you know, I'm from PG County, Maryland. He's from Baltimore. You know, he grew up, you know, watching me. Um, and, and Andre Miller, the best point guard I ever played with. Yeah. And, and then AI coming to the team and, you know, him being, you know, one of my, my close friends and Marcus Camby and JR. Just so many guys that came through there that, you know, I've, you know, always been friends with. We just had a really talented team. Yeah. It was it was tough for us to get past the Spurs our, our years, but oh, I remember. You know, we, <laughs> I remember. You know, we were talented. If we if we had to go play that team in a game of pickup, we probably beat them every time. But you yeah, know, they were a well oiled machine. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, that was kind of like the who's who of Nuggets, really. Yeah. I mean, Iverson. Um, didn't you say Andre Miller and then mm-hmm. Camby and. Kenyon Martin and Nahara. Nene. Uh, Nene. Wow, <laughs> I mean, these are all classic nuggets. Yeah, it's hard to believe when you see the roster, like how we, how you didn't win the championship. But like you said, the Spurs got in the way. Spurs got in the way. I mean, it's funny, one of them years, we beat the Spurs three times in a row. And then we, and both times we played them in the playoffs, we won. In San Antonio, game one. Game one. I remember that. I remember, I remember that, watching yeah. that game. Yeah. Win another game. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Those uh those years, those years were crazy, man. Yeah. Um, you know, just watching you you guys 
Um, because I mean, like I said before, all of us have been, you know, Nuggets fans for quite some time. And just to see just where the team is obviously now, but for me, it was, that's when it, that era right there was like, dude, there was no way these teams wasn't winning. Like, of course, when, you know, and I know you just brought up Allen Iverson. I did also did want to ask you this too. I did see that you mentioned that Allen Iverson, when he came to Denver, that you gave up your number for him. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, man. I was like, this is, I mean, for, for you as a player, right? Because, especially because you were there before him. Right. Um, and I know that's your guy. Like, how, how was that conversation like about that number switch? Like, did you go to him and say, hey, listen, did he come to you? Like, how did that work? That was done before he even got there. When, <laughs> when, the, trade, when the trade was made for Allen Iverson, it's, it's just about, okay, what number am I going to pick? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not married to that number. I wore. I wore that number in college, but I, number one was really my number, and I wore that when I was in Atlanta. And um, I think Jr. Already, Jr. had that number, and Rashawn Leonard had it when I first Rashawn got. Rashawn Leonard. Wow. So I just picked number three. So when he got there, it was like, okay, now I'll just pick another number. That's his number. He's AI. Yeah. He's number three. Yeah. I just remember number eight. You know. So I was. I was a big Kobe guy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Me. It's just an amazing team when you look at it. Still, I'm looking at it just in awe, like Earl Boykins, yes, St- Steve Blake, yeah, um, Reggie Evans, who was just a dog, a dog, um, yeah. and then even um, a crafty veteran in Joe Smith, yeah. Um, I mean, what a team that you assembled. You know, um, George Carl gets so much grief. Um, from the former players, right? And I don't want to put you on the hot seat too much, but I do want to, I do want to touch on him really briefly. Obviously, Kenyon's not a fan. I don't think Jr. is a fan. Carmelo, as I said in our last show, has always been kind of um, deferential to George and never really said anything mean, even though that can't be said for the flip. Um, George has certainly made his points about Carmelo over the years. But what was it like co- with him as the coach at that time and then kind of then in retrospect about him? Okay. So when George got to the team, it was halfway through my um, my, my first year there. We had Jeff Isdelic and then Michael Cooper took over for a few weeks. Then we brought, then we brought George in. And the team changed at that point. Like, we, we, we got really good because George is a really good basketball coach. And we had a really good team. And the second half of that year, he started me the whole second half. He came to me and said, I'm going to start you. And, you know, he, he was winning a lot of games, um, I guess. But then when he, he, he went wrong with Kenyon, and it's, he, he kind of just going to the media, you know, making the same like guys wasn't hurt when, you know, guys are really hurt. Um, I remember one shoot around when he had Kenyon. Kenyon wasn't doing nothing. Kenyon was just sitting there watching. How are we going, you know, defend the team? And he said, Kenya, you going to do something? Kenya said, you want it now or you want it later? And George said, I want it now. We'll deal with later when, when later comes. And, and Kenya's like, man, I've been out here, you know, busting my ass on with one leg. for, for how you, I'm Kenya Martin. You can't question my toughness. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, wow. and George did that. And George went to the media and he lost Kenyon. And, with, you know, George, George's ego is kind of like the players. You know, he's, he's you know, he, he has an ego. And... It kind of, you know, rub rub some guys the wrong way. He's a hell of a basketball coach. He's not the easiest guy to to deal with. You know, it's like he he not he not trying to be your best friend. He's just trying to coach you. 
which you can respect, cool. right? Like, yeah, as long as it's not it, too but... personal, right? If it's not made personal, which it was between yeah. him and Kenyon, yeah. and he's a tough-minded coach, but yeah. you win, then that's probably acceptable. If you're if you're losing, that's a whole nother ball game. Right, but when you know you you can't you can't go behind your players' backs. You can't go to the media talking about your players, and then as soon as they leave, you saying bad things about them. No, you can't. Yeah, that's, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's why a lot of the, a lot of the players feel feel funny way about coach. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Now, um, Damar, obviously... Now, you know, with with just your career, you know, being an assistant coach now at West Virginia um, and based on what you just mentioned about George Carl. Right. And I know you've been you know, you were in the league for 16 years and you've met and, and been through like a lot of different coaches, a lot of different schemes. Yeah. How has that helped you now as an assistant coach? And then also is your goal to remain um, a college coach or are you looking to to become a pro coach at one point at some point? Good question. I, I use I use stuff from all the coaches I've had. I've I've played for like four Hall of Fame coaches, right? And I played for some coaches who aren't that good. And they maybe they had some good stuff that they do that I can take you know with me. And you know I've I've just tried to learn from all my experiences and and try to add it to you know to to what I what I do when I coach now and how I try to help my team. I'm working for a Hall of Fame coach now, Coach Huggins, and um. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to learn from all these guys. You know, I'm, I'm learning from, from from everybody. And as far as what I want to do, I mean, I'm blessed to be in this position. I mean, I, I, I mean, I always said I, I want to be a GM. Nice. Um, and, and, and the NBA right now is, is looking like coaching is, 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 is more so the, the direction I'm going in. Um, but I love the coach in the NBA. I love to, you know, take over when Coach Huggins is done here. You know, as long as I'm working around the game, yeah. This is, this has been my life, and this is you know what I what I know better than most. So, you know, as long as I'm working around the game, I'll, I'll be I'll be great. I tried to get on over there. I called Josh Kroenke a few times to try to bring me on to um to be a scout or something with with the, with the Nuggets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. So Huggins, you must have a wonderful relationship with him because obviously. If I, memory serves me right, that he was your coach at Cincinnati. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And and talking about dynamic <clears throat> personalities. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you talk about him, right? I mean, he's he's he certainly tells you what he's thinking, when he's thinking, strong-minded coach, yeah. um, great track record as far as you know, what he's produced in Cincinnati and now West Virginia. Sure. That must be a treat to coach under him now, too. Absolutely a treat, you know. And, and you know, he, he's he, he's helped me and many other young men by being who he is. You know, he's not selling dreams. Like I say, he tells you how it is. And he's not afraid to tell whoever how it is. And, and you know, young men need that. And, 
and me and him, you know, we've stayed good through all the years, and I'm just blessed that he brought me back, you know, and and, and working under him. But this is it's just been a blessing. But he but he loves you. He's the most loving dude. Also, he'll I'm get sure. on you. But when when you get off the out of practice, when the game is over, he he's he's loving you harder than anybody. But he's also getting on you harder than anybody too. Almost like a father figure, I would imagine, to yeah. some of these kids yeah. that yeah. really need that discipline. And then he comes hard at you, but then at the end of the day, tells you, "Hey, man, I want what's best for you, and I love you, and I want to see you succeed." That's exactly what it is. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Now, um, Demar, now now, when I mentioned, you know, even with with Matija being, you know, from Serbia and seeing a lot of these things from a different perspective. um, And and one of the the biggest reasons why I love having Matija on the show is he is one of those guys on Twitter, right? That uh, he makes sure like there's a lot of pundits, a lot of people on, you know, you, you and you know the Stephen A's and all these ESPN faces and things like that who they've had some some things to say about the Nuggets and Jokic and all these different people over the past you know couple years and Matia keeps receipts as they say nowadays right yeah. I mean everybody from FS1 like he calls everybody out now um, Matia I wanted to, I wanted you to to kind of chime in here. Um, what have you been seeing recently now with this Nuggets team and the fact that a lot of the things that we've been talking about over the past few months is actually starting to become a reality? Well, uh, look, basically, uh, when you see the results, I can always understand doubt when without proper results, the postseason results. Um, uh, uh, also, they add a little bit of, I would say too much toxicity to it. What I do is responding. It's it's basically just for fun. There is no hatred behind it, right? Right. Some of the guys with some of the words, I would say, what's in a, everything is allowed in sports, other than than like hatred, really, and trying being involved in a campaign to demean a team or a player to put them down. And I never liked that. We never like our small community of sports fans from Belgrade, we don't go after people. You will not see the, us on their pages um, calling out the players or teams unless unless it's in response to a certain type of disrespect. But right. uh, basically and ultimately, it's all sports. It's fun. And we keep the receipts just to show the doubters the things that we knew years ago. You just can't, you know, because you watch your team, you dissect what's going on, you watch the players, you see the progress, and you basically, uh, both of you, Nelson and uh, Jeremy, and a lot of guys in our community, months ago, at the start of the season, we said, look, if Jamal is in good enough shape, after 20 or 30 games, we are taking the chip. Yeah, yeah, we did because say that. we know the level, the level of, of, of Nicolas' game, and that he has been getting. And I, I feel we we had the op- opportunity to talk about it earlier. I feel like this season he he really um, he had an inte- intention to involve every, everybody else even more so than before. Right. This is why you see the the the, the points dropping and everything. What that did is it it gave the confidence to everyone on the team. It's not just Jamal and Yoke. 
you, we've seen the uh, AG's game last night. Even when MPJ is having um, a couple of bad games, it, it doesn't it doesn't affect him. You can see the unity, the mentality of the team. And it's just, look, we knew, they know now as well. Yeah, You can see them a little bit, the way they react, the re- revisionist history. And even, even, I'm not talking about basketball now, even that the Nuggets are not the thing and people don't want to watch them. You can see that's untrue as well. I yeah. mean, the numbers are skyrocketing. And it's not, especially in Serbia, that was a little bit, I would say, indifferent towards the NBA. Usually people walk, uh, watch the local games, the uh, the local league and European basketball. They tuned in now. I mean, the numbers are, they doubled the numbers, the arena sport, the partner of the NBA. So you can see basically the pleasure in all of this is seeing everybody realize what we knew years ago. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And 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 Demar, I know I know you got you got to head out of here real soon. But um, before you before you go here, I did have a question for you um, because you played for the Nuggets, and we we talked about the fact that you've played with some great players, right? We're talking about Nikola Jokic right now. Okay. Is Nikola Jokic? the greatest Denver Nugget player of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if he wins the championship, which he probably will, you know, that'd be, that'd be hard to to go against. But, um, I don't know. Carmelo did a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I know AI came, came, he didn't play most of his career there, Mm -hmm. but that's that he's one of the best players to ever play the game. Yes. And 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 you know, he played he played great for Denver. But couldn't couldn't get over the hump. But if if Nicola continues to do what he's doing, absolutely. What is your take on this team right now? Like what is your thoughts and and do you take some personal pride with the fact that hey I played there and I do love that that community and I love the team and does this make you feel good seeing them sure. finally achieve what they're doing sure. right now? For sure, for sure. I mean, Dem- I mean, I, I got drafted by Atlanta. I played in New York. Denver, Denver, Denver is 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 my team. You know that. Love it. I spent three years there. I played three years there, um, and that was the team that I connected with. The more the city I connected with, the most. I still got a lot of friends there. You know, my daughter was born there. Wow. So yes, I do. I do. I do connect with this team. Um, I'm, I'm happy that well, it hasn't been done yet, but you know, it's looking like they're going to win, win, win their first championship. And I, I mean, I wish I was there. I'm kind of mad that I, know I got recruiting stuff to do. People was asking me, "Are you going to come out here for a game?" Or <laughs> like, man, I should I should have went, but you know, I'm over here working. But I'll I'll be cheering on them from here. Cheering. You got to come out to the parade, man. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But I'm happy for those guys. You know, you yeah. got my Jeff Green, one of my hometown guys on that team. He he took he took one of my Bentleys to his prom. Like nice. he's about to get a ring over there. You know, and and Denver will always be. And Josh, I've been knowing Josh since high school. Yeah, I was cocky, like so. I'm happy for them guys. Gotcha, Very gotcha. Cool. Was he that? Was he really that good at basketball? As I've been hearing, Josh Cronky. He he. So my my senior year, my high school team was really really good, and. First team we lost to was, was um, his team. He had, and he, he had like eight threes or something like that. He can really wow. Shoot. Wow. Really yeah. 
Yeah, I've been That's hearing cool. those stories, but I just I, I I wanted to hear it from from somebody who played against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just different like, when you hear it from an from an NBA <laughs> yeah. player. I tell you, yeah, nah, y'all can shoot that shoot that ball. Very cool, very cool. Um, well, obviously you just mentioned it too, Demar, and like I said before, I know I know you got to head out of here um, to to watch a game and do some things, but um. The Nuggets are really one win away, y'all. One win away from a championship. And, you know, just the fact that we've been talking about this thing for for months and um, seeing it right in front of us, right? Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. I mean, that game three performance was was some otherworldly stuff that, I mean, it had never been done before with the two 30-point triple-double by teammates in the NBA Finals. That doesn't even make sense when you really sit down and think about it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but it, it happened and we got, we're witnessing some serious greatness right now. And it's actually really cool because listen, I respect the Miami heat a whole lot. Right. I mean, I love Jimmy Butler. I think, I think Jimmy as a player, look what he's been able to do, you know, throughout the playoffs. I mean, doubted, like, I mean, they were a play in team lost the first game in the play in to the Atlanta Hawks, then ended up having to play the second game, you know, got into that eight spot and, They've been they've been un you know they've been doubted the entire time. I mean, from playing against the number one seed in the Milwaukee Bucks, and I understand Giannis was injured for a couple games, mm-hmm. um, but they did find a way to beat them in five games, and they beat the Knicks, then they beat the Celtics. Like that Celtics series, it's it's kind of interesting to think about because the Celtics were very scary to a lot of people going into this season, being that they were a finals team. So it's been interesting to watch for sure. Oh, for sure. I, I think I think the Celtics probably had a better chance against Denver. I agree with that. Um, I agree my, with that. Miami it's had a tough matchup. Everybody agrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But Miami got Miami got through some 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 teams to get where they are. It's just that culture that they have, and and Jimmy Jimmy is is though he's the culture that they have. He fits in perfect with that, and I think their toughness is really what you know got them to where they are. But they're they're outmanned. They are outmanned, outmanned completely. Yep. And and them Denver fans, them Denver fans it was so amazing. I know when I was there, they was. I can't imagine they probably even better now. They 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 deserve this. Oh yeah, for sure. Nelson, go ahead. I know you wanted to say no, something. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I've been a fan since 1978, Demar. So okay, I started when David Thompson was there and Bobby Jones and Dan yeah. Issel. Yeah. And um, to come to this point now, where one game away from the championship it's just uh an amazing feeling for me but for all the nugget fans out there i don't know if you know this but um they had a watch party at the arena last night in denver then the last two watch parties have had over eighteen thousand people being Crazy. in denver's arena Crazy. just watching the game on a big screen So the city's going crazy right now. I'm super excited for this team. And um, everybody here is obviously ecstatic. So we're very excited. We're we're very blessed that you came on to be with us today. We appreciate your time and wish you obviously the very best with uh, West Virginia and your basketball program. Absolutely. I, I, I appreciate you guys so much for having me. Yes, sir, Demar. Anytime, anytime, man. Pleasure. Anytime. Anything you need, you need me. You need questions. You need me to come on again. Just let me know. Oh yeah, believe me, we will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, man. You enjoy the rest of your day, man. All right, guys. Thank you.